This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined as always by Yosem Joe. Coronavirus! <laughs> hey everyone! <laughs> shock. Yes. Can you tell I'm bored at home? Can you tell? All of us are bored at home, honestly. Yeah, yes. my goodness, this COVID nineteen situation seriously. It's a global pandemic and has a lot of us stuck at home. And frankly, we're quite bored. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not saying that all of us have all the time in the world. I understand some people actually have to work from home and maybe have kids at home that they need to take care of. But I think being at home means that a lot of us are more online than ever. Like trying to connect with friends, trying yep. to read up on news. So we're spending yep, yep. a lot of time on social media. And celebrities are also spending a lot of time on social media. And celebrities are what we do best at Pop Vouchers. So today we're going to talk about some notable celeb social media moments amidst this like COVID situation. And tell you why we love some of them and why we do not love others. Jen, can you just... Imagine all the I people I literally hate you Living right life I, You need peace. to stop saying I'm going to virtually slap you Why? It's your favourite song, Jen It's not my favourite song <laughs> It's so annoying Because it reminds me And all of us mm-hmm. Of this video That Wonder Woman actress Gal Gadot did With her friends With her select friends So if you're not familiar Gal Gadot basically Tried to make a viral video Pardon the pun by getting a bunch of celebrities to sing Imagine with her on her Instagram. Like, it's all clips of them singing from their own homes cut together into one long clip. So a lot of people, there was like Will Ferrell, Amy Adams, Natalie Portman, Nora Jones, Mark Ruffalo, everybody, like Zoe Kravitz, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon, you know. For those of you who don't know how it sounds like, this is how it sounds like, and then we'll tell you what we think about it. Okay, hit it! Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people. Living for today. Okay, so you heard the track. I mean, it was meant to be inspirational, right? It is from a point of good intentions, but the backlash was swift and immediate. Right, Um, and I guess a lot of people just found it, including you, Jen, they they found it very cringeworthy. They found that it was tone deaf, both literally and figuratively. I mean, like, it is a global pandemic and people are dying. And the first line they sing is like, imagine there's no heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there a good time to talk about that? And also, like, people are literally losing their jobs because this is not just a pandemic. It's also an economic crisis because a lot of people are advised to stay home. A lot of businesses are shut down. So people are, like, losing their income and they are singing from their mansions. Mm-hmm. Imagine there's no possessions. Um, right. Some people don't need to imagine that they have no possessions. So. Okay, so it was, it was just tone deaf all around, but... I'm not sure if it really deserved all the backlash that it got, you know, because, I mean, the song imagines as such, right? Yes, I know some of you all find the lyrics a little bit preachy, but, you know, this was John Lennon in the early 1970s. That was his whole shtick, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, 
I just feel like sometimes we also have to look at intention and I really don't think they were doing it for publicity. I think didn't they come were across definitely doing it for publicity. Really? Too. That wasn't how it came across to me. Everything they do on social media is for publicity. She was I... trying to go viral by getting all her friends together to do this. I'm not saying that she came from it at a bad place. I'm saying right. that she definitely wanted it for publicity and she also thought that it would spread some positive cheer, which I don't think it did. I don't know. I've seen her in interviews and I found her to be quite sincere. So yeah, I'm like not her. sure if that was her intention. Yeah. I do like her, but it definitely got criticised. I think um, podcaster Joe Rogan criticised it. John Mayer trolled it with his rendition of Ariana Grande's Imagine. So it was a mm-hmm. different Imagine. He was like, I'm sorry, I sang the wrong Imagine. <laughs> but it was quite... I think the main thing is also that all of them were singing with no makeup in their like bathrooms or something. Like I think if you wanted to sing Imagine and you did it stylized, like mm-hmm. you properly sang it and people were like made up and stuff, then I think that's better because that's actually you're trying to make a good piece of entertainment. But Come on, like, Jen. Are you saying know. that celebrities have to put on makeup in order for you to like them or to no, watch I'm their I'm saying stuff? if you want to do a musical performance, then do it properly. Like all of them were singing off-key. All of them were like <laughs> singing from weird backgrounds and one-liners and they were singing at different pitches and volumes from one another. So it was just very odd. Okay, yeah. so it was too haphazardly put together for your liking, right? Yes. It's something and like also just... preachy and tone deaf. <laughs> but I yeah. think celebrities are getting better at navigating social media in a time of crisis. Yeah, So okay. some people like your favourite, My favourite, Cardi B, which is why I burst out earlier saying, Coronavirus! Obviously, it yes. was an homage to our dear Cardi B, okay? She went viral, I guess, this time pun intended again, but for the right reasons, right? She went on Instagram earlier in March to get people to take the virus seriously, right? So she basically mm. went on like, on her rant and as you know, it was super hilarious because when you hear Cardi B speaks, it's like she's just rapping already, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Great, <laughs> she just great. goes on and on and on and it takes for you like two seconds to realise what she actually said two seconds ago and then suddenly she comes out of nowhere and she yells, well, guess what? Coronavirus! Ha ha ha! Coronavirus! <laughs> and it just was so hilarious. And for those of you who don't know, this is how Cardi B sounded. Oh, it's just scared. I'm a little scared, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, got me panicking. And a lot of you motherfuckers think it's a joke. Ke- 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 like I was thinking, right? But that shit right there, just because you think you're immune to it, guess what? Your pocket ain't bitch because a lot of shit because from China, bitch. So if you wonder where your weave or your fashion over packages have arrived, guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, it's real! It's getting real! Yeah, so that was awesome, wasn't it, Jen? I mean, laughter is simply the best medicine, if you ask me. And I also think that she is talking about the sort of privilege that the upper class have, like, versus, like, you know, working class people who have yeah. to maybe still go to work or what. So I think she's highlighting a good point. That's true, that's true. And she also pointed out, like, you guys shouldn't be just pointing the finger at China because, you know, where does all your stuff come from, you know? It's from China, so... We're all in this together, I guess that's what she was trying to say. And I guess she also got a lot of her followers to actually wake up and take the situation seriously. And it's gone viral now. Sometimes when I'm talking to my friends, suddenly they would just burst out saying, Coronavirus! And you know, yes, we're laughing about it, but it kind of like has steered itself into our consciousness so that we are like actually facing the whole situation head on and going like, yeah, okay, we cannot ignore the fact that there's this virus among us. Let's all be careful. 
And what I like about this is that people built on it, right? So there was this DJ and producer called I Marquis. He actually did a remix of Cardi B's coronavirus line as the hook. And his remix, guess what? Actually charted on Billboard. Can you imagine? Wow. So it apparently debuted at number 9 on Billboard's Red Digital Song Sales and also number 13 on Billboard's R&B and Hip Hop Digital Song Sales. So if y'all want to go and listen to it, go look for Cardi B's coronavirus remix and you'll find it online. <laughs> yeah. And to give it a little bit of an Asian look, Local spin. I'd just like to shout out here to JJ Lin, our homegrown Mando pop star. Oh, hey. You know, yeah. So it was actually his birthday on March 27th. He was supposed to have a concert in Shanghai. Obviously, that got postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he made like a birthday online concert and he gathered like Tanya Chua, who is also our local songstress. Yes. Um, got David Tao and a surprise guest in Ashin from May Day. And wow. the whole event was like hosted by Mickey Huang, Huang Zijiao. So it was like a very professionally produced program just that it had no audience so I actually thought that was not bad like if you really want to sing music then do it properly lah with all the equipment you know with the studio obviously also JJ Lin comes from a point where he can do that he has his own company in Taipei so I think they shot it from Taipei I think everyone involved in the video is in Taipei right now and they sang a song that he did with like Stephanie San but Stephanie San is in Singapore so she didn't appear Yeah. oh I see oh so they all appeared in like one room together yeah in one room together and is that safe? Together. Is that safe? Taiwan is still relatively okay and I do think that they kept it to a minimum lah. Okay, I hope mm-hmm. so. Anyway, speaking of home concerts Since. and everything, okay, one of the biggest deals right now everyone is watching it online is iHeart Living Room Concert for America. Okay, it's presented by Fox. It's basically an online fundraising concert with some of the biggest celebrities. I'm not talking about Asian celebrities now, I'm talking about like on the Western side, right? They're all performing from their living room. So it's hosted by the Rocket Man himself, Sir Elton John. Okay, he has a lot of appearances by Lady Gaga, Ellen DeGeneres, Lizzo, Melissa McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone. But the highlights for me were really the performances. You know, you had Backstreet Boys singing I Want It That Way. Okay, each coming from their own living room, by the way. And somehow they edited a video so that they all harmonized perfectly. Okay, so that was great. Okay, much better than Imagine. <laughs> and of course, Mariah Carey, I mean, she was the one that took it home and she looked glam as usual and she actually proved that she could still hit those whistle notes okay with an acoustic rendition of Always Be My Baby that was awesome and Alicia Keys was yeah she really can and Alicia Keys was so soulful as always on the piano it's just very refreshing to see like such a raw unfiltered and very like yeah but it was very real like very properly done yeah but it also there were sometimes it was quite unfiltered as well right because you had Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas like just sitting on a couch and jamming and she wasn't really projecting necessarily but the mic could still pick her up because the mic was just beside her on the couch it was just all very casual it's like what you do with friends when you are just jamming you know Sam Smith just sang it a cappella, you know and oh, he nice. just had his voice because he doesn't play any instruments that was amazing it just flowed out of his mouth and you just want to like sing along you know it made me want to go for karaoke too bad our karaoke outlets here are all closed yeah, what's um, your take on Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello oh yes <laughs> I'm so, telling I mean, you celebrity love in the time of COVID it's just all of them quarantining together. Yeah, it's quite real. But I mean, okay, so I think they came to us from their home in Miami. Mm-hmm. That was cute. You know, it's yeah. nice. I'm always happy but for celebrity bit, couples. They're always they're a bit over the top. Lah, it's the, over the top. The PDA. I, yeah, the PDA is too much. Because remember that video a few months back when they just started kissing each other with a lot of tongue. All right. Yeah. And the video went viral for that reason. And then now they were together. I just can't see 
see them in the same light again when they are with each other. When she was singing, he was playing the guitar and she was singing this time round, right? And she purposely lowered like one side of her button-down tee. I don't know, maybe it's like you can call it fashion, but I feel like it's a very Sean and Camilla moment and um, you just feel they're, like... They're young um, and in love, okay? Let's just put it that way. They're young and yeah, in love. But you can... feel like you're intruding on their private moment and I feel Let's like... Let's just uh, silently judge wheel. them. <laughs> Let's just silently judge <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, it was just refreshing, I guess, to see a different yeah. side of all these celebrities. La. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of living room concerts, segue <laughs> into mm-hmm. what I really love about this whole thing. I mean, of course, COVID-19 is very serious, but um, in the celebrity social media, right, what I really enjoy is getting a glimpse of celeb homes. Right. Like, you can see what their homes are like, how it's decorated, whether they have taste or not. So, a lot of late night talk show hosts have been doing shows from their homes. So, Trevor Noah does shows from his, I think it's his New York apartment. Mm-hmm. And he looks like he has great taste. He has all this, like, amazing, like, ornaments in the background. It looks very, like, bachelor pad. It's, like, in a black-gray combo type thing. Jimmy Fallon's aesthetic is super weird for me. Like, he has weird ornaments, like fish and stuff, like, on his walls. <laughs> I find it very weird and off paintings, and it's just not for me. It okay. might be for other people, but it's not for me. And very apparently esoteric. Like, apparently, he has a slide in his house, which I guess That's is so fun. fun. Fun for his kids, like, yeah. And Ellen DeGeneres, daytime talk show host, of course, mm-hmm. everybody knows. Her house is gorgeous, so you can go and look at that on her Instagram. Jan-Marie Jones, she's a Mad Men actress, so she's in the TV series Mad Men, which has since ended. And it's also on Netflix if you want to binge it. She's doing this skincare treatments on her Instagram in amazing outfits, which I think is funny and hilarious and so fun because her bathroom is so beautiful to look at. Her house mm-hmm. actually also is very nice to look at and her outfits are gorgeous. So it's very... I mean, of course, this is all very frivolous, but I kind of like the fact that there's some frivolity to see in the midst of all this very, very heavy, serious news. And I think in Part, that's what celebrities are supposed to provide. So I really like that she's showing off her house and her clothes, you know, her wardrobe. Oh yeah, speaking of more PDA and I know Jen, you were talking about appreciating January Jones outfits. How about when they have no outfits? Of course. I'm talking about British Olympic diver Tom Daly, okay, going shirtless in all his home workout videos, he's been going on YouTube. For those of you who don't know, his YouTube is pretty much his first trap to begin with. He's mostly shirtless on there, he's always doing like sit-ups and crunches and stuff. So yeah, I know that a lot of gyms are closed now, and all you gym rats suddenly have nowhere to go, right, no purpose in life. So please, you're welcome. Yes. Work out and work out with him. Go on his YouTube channel. And if you're not into muscles and meat like that, maybe you're vegetarian, you can also watch him prepare peach cobbler with his husband, Dustin Lance Black. There's very little food in that video, but it's mostly 15 minutes of them flirting around and feeding each other. But um, at least they posted a recipe in the description. So y'all can try making that, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I'll always be there for a shirtless video. So. I know. Yeah. Jen, you're on it right now, right? Come on. Yeah, I am. I'm surfing it right now. Go on, keep talking. <laughs> Okay, and uh, if you're also more bored, you can go on TikTok because, you know, there's so many challenges out there that we'll try. I'm sure you've seen it um, posted all over social media. One is the Blinding Lights Challenge. It's basically the song by The Weeknd. Some people have done a synchronized dance to it. It's usually three people. And this is really viral one involving a white-haired dad in Kentucky. He performed it with his two adult sons. That was really cute. So go check out hashtag Blinding Lights Challenge. And I also love that it's an intergenerational thing. Like, you know, you get not just younger people who are typically on social media, but they actually 
actually involving their parents because everyone is stuck at home together. So what a good opportunity to, you know, bond and be goofy together as a family, right? And another TikTok challenge which everyone should look out for, please go and search for it on TikTok. It's hashtag a little bit Alexis, okay? So Alexis is basically this character, Alexis Rose from the Canadian sitcom Shit's Creek. That is S-C-H-I-T-T, not the other one. Anyway, from Canadian sitcom Sheets Creek and people are creating this iconic scene where the character Alexis Rose, she auditions for a show and she sings and dances to her own track. A little bit Alexis. It's super hilarious that people are like recreating that scene by lip syncing to it and then doing the whole dance routine. It's super cringeworthy, but that's what makes it so hilarious. Okay, so the last one that I really enjoy is Safe With Stories. So it's mm-hmm. a celebrity initiative. It's a charity initiative to help children in need at this time. Basically, a celebrity is reading children's books. So it's very wholesome and, you know, you can show it to your kids if you want to. Of course, Chris Evans is on there and he is amazing, like a true Captain America. And again, it's also a great time to pick into celebrity homes. Like It's a great opportunity to do it because they're always reading from their own homes. Yeah. So it's very sweet, you know. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, well, oh right. And then sometimes stuff. their dogs or their kids will come running their into dogs the room. Or their kids. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, if you're enjoying this cute. episode of Pop Vouchers, do find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts at hashtag pop vouchers. You can also find us on the Straits Times podcast channel and like and rate us. Now back to our show. All right. So Jen and I are talking about being stuck at home with COVID-19 and all this social media and celebrities on social mm-hmm. media. So we talked a lot about what celebrities things have done. And, like and things that we didn't like. Yes. So this now we're coming to our recommendations portion because, you know, I know a lot of you have a lot of time at home. Okay. Or so you're we just want bored to, at home and you want to fight it. Yeah, you just want to fight it. You just want to kill time. So here's some other stuff from our own personal consumption library, okay, mm-hmm. to cheer you up. Last week, um, last episode, I mean, we recommended shows like Kingdom, Contagion, Call My Agent. This is an updated list, okay? So shall we get right into it? Yes. Okay, so why don't you start first? I will. Okay, so Pop Vouchers recommendations, let's go. Number one on top of my list is definitely this guy called uh, Mr. Uekusa. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce it. Uekusa. Uh, Uekusa, yeah. So he is at USP on Instagram. That's U-E-S-P-I-I-I-I-I-I-I. He's hilarious. He's basically the guy that went on those Got Talent shows and he's mostly naked, okay? He doesn't have the best body, but that's what makes it so hilarious. And there's always something that's strategically covering his crotch, right? And he would do a stunt like... So recently, because of this whole coronavirus situation, he's been doing stunts with corona beer bottles. And um, he's been like using a sword to knock off caps of overturned corona beer bottles. And even after doing that, like, you know, the bottles are still covering his crotch. It's super hilarious. Please go watch it, okay? And also another recommendation that I have is Digital Drag Fest. Right, for those of you who are really into RuPaul's Drag Race, you can tune into a series of live online shows featuring like super iconic drag queens. You know, I'm talking about like Alaska, I'm talking about Trinity the Tark, Monet Exchange, Manila Luzon, Jinx Monsoon, and so on and so forth. You can expect them to sing, cook, do comedy, and of course, lip sync. And these are live shows, they're not going to be recorded. So it's pretty much like, you know, once in a lifetime, okay? Of course, this is a ticketed kind of event, but tickets are not super expensive and you can like check it out online. I mean, if you like RuPaul's Drag Race, this is definitely something to check out online. It's kind of like the drag version of I Heart Living Room Concert. Also, I've been hooked on true crime documentaries lately. Mm-hmm. I finished The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. It's about an eight-year-old boy in LA who was tortured to death. That was really sad. 
the disappearance of Madeleine McCann. That's very sad. Madeleine McCann's very sick. Yeah, a three-year-old British girl who went missing in Portugal. She's still missing. Basically, it's a documentary into like you know what happened to these kids. Unsolved la. mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, right? And I just started watching this last night, and Insane I'm story so excited. Of... I'm so yes. excited to jump right back into it. Tiger King. Are you watching it? No, I'm not. But I know the story. Like I know Joe Exotic. So I'm a true crime fan. So I know. You are. Yeah. Okay, guys, please go watch it. Even if you're not into true crime, this is done so well. Well, it kind of reminds me of like Don't F with Cats, right? The other Netflix series but, that um, does okay, true crime in a like comical way. Shout out here a bit that if you are very uncomfortable with watching animals not live a good life, then you there's a trigger warning here, lah. Because for, ti- um, for Tiger King, for both Tiger King and Don't F with Cats, like they both feature animals getting treated not in a good way. In Don't F with Cats, obviously cats get treated in a very horrific way. They Just get murdered. Trigger warning if you really cannot take those kind of things. True. Please read the description before you watch any of our recommendations. I think that's a rule of thumb, okay? But for Tiger King, what I love is really the personalities that they interviewed. You know, you talked about Joe Exotic. He's basically this guy who is a a tiger trainer. Big cat trainer. And he was accused of ordering a hitman on On, Carol um, Baskin. A big cat rescue advocate, I think. Right. Allegedly a big cat rescue advocate. She's also a bit shady. All of them are shady. This story is All of them are shady. And so all these big cat owners, she's trying to basically put an end to private ownership of big cats in America. And all of them are saying that, you know, she's doing it just to fuel her own, like, fame. And also she's doing it for her own agenda because she wants to be the one. Because they all make money out of these big cats, essentially. It's super fascinating. They're all cookie characters and they're all real. That's the most interesting part. So I would recommend that. Okay, Jen, what are your recs? Yeah, my recs, I'm keeping it really simple. this week so I think if you're feeling like helpless and you're not sure what you can do during this period of time which is very hard on everybody uh, you can look into donating if you have the privilege and some extra cash so the Courage Fund is one of the initiatives that have been started I think it was around since SARS I think it was started during SARS to help needy families and then also a friend of mine started something called Chop and Save to help local F&B businesses because as everybody knows this period of time F&B businesses are suffering because not a lot of people footfall has fallen so you know you can buy gift vouchers the projector is also on it so you can buy like a membership or like adopt a chair that kind of thing so mm. if you want to help local businesses that's one of those things that you can do there are a lot of resources on the SG United site that you can look into there are also resources on giving.sg but I always suggest that people do their research and support causes that they really believe in and of course a lot of it is tax deductible if that's a concern for anyone TV wise I'm really getting to Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries which is a cosy Australian crime story amazing 1920s fashion so it's set in the 1920s with a lady detective who's very rich so she's like an heiress lady detective who's single and she like is very horny one like she will sleep with a lot of men that she comes across (laughs) in cases and she Mm, also sounds familiar she has an ongoing flirtation with the inspector Inspector Jack Robinson and it's super like unresolved sexual tension because it's 1920s so they don't admit it that they want each other so they just like look at each other really intensely I love it you can also look into like rewatching I mean not rewatching if you've never watched it you can watch it um, some okay dramas that I really like romance wise there's because this is my first life it's a very slice of life romance drama that I've always loved be melodramatic it's another like slice of life workplace 
play slash romance drama that I really enjoy. And Signal, which is a thriller that is amazing, is written by the same screenwriter that wrote Kingdom. So yeah. it's a season two is upcoming, if I'm not wrong, this year. So, you know, if anybody wants to revise, you can watch Signal all over again. And that's about it. That's awesome. By the way, you mentioning the Courage Fund reminded me of another local initiative. I just wanted to like jump in right here and talk about Take Back the Night, okay? A friend of mine is setting this up. It's basically going to be streaming online. So kind of think of it as like performances that are streamed online. It's basically to help the freelancers in the music scene, right? Because, you know, a lot of them have like been losing jobs and everything. There are no more gigs now. So it's an online concert series that's going to be coming up in April. So let's look out for that, okay? It's called Take Back the Night, another local Singaporean initiative to look forward to. So Jen, how are you feeling? Are you feeling healthy? Yes, I'm feeling okay. good. I'm feeling fine. So I hope everybody feels fine. Wash your hands, stay safe and yes. socially and- distance in supermarkets. <laughs> yes, we all need food. And can I say, other than staying safe, also stay sane, right? That's the most important thing. I know a lot of people are suffering from cabin fever right now, but be kind to one another. I mean, honestly, who knows when we'll ever see each other ever again? Yes. I know that's very A bit that's ominous, very gloomy. but that's great, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a I good want... advice to be kind. Exactly. And also, I wanted to end off also with this quote from the inimitable RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5 winner, Jinx Monsoon. Okay, who said, art endures all disasters. With art, so can we. Oh, wow. So there you nice. go. Nice. Okay, well, okay. with that, I think that's enough from us. <laughs> More than enough. Come on. Yes. You guys have so much to do right now. Go. Well, Check out so, our recommendations. With that, that's your dose of pop culture for this week. And stay safe, wash your hands, and we love all of you. Yes, and don't forget to write to us and tell us what you think, okay? You can write to us at podcast at sph.com.sg. You can email jen at jenlee at sph.com.sg and me at yosemjo at sph.com.sg. You can also hit us up on Instagram, right, Jen? Yeah, you can find me at jenleewrites. And me at sam underscore jomato. Okay, tell us what you think. Please stay safe and sane and be kind. Okay, so till next time, she's Jen. He's Sam Joe. And, and we, we are... are Pop vouchers. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3.